A River to Cross, Chapter 66, Safely Across the River. Quote, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, the Amplified Bible. My eyes open. The clock says 3.09 a.m. It's my favorite part of the day, and I can't wait to get started. I sing praises to your name, O Lord. Praises to your name, O Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. The early morning, haven't gotten out of bed yet, praise, thanksgiving, and prayer is just heavenly to me. I awake looking forward to meeting God and seeing what he's going to do today. Psalm 81 glows brightly from the screen of my phone, and I begin a new day of listening to what God has to say. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. And taking him at his word, I do just that. I shout out to the Lord. God is speaking to me and I'm finally listening. He goes on to say to me, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And like a little bird in the nest, I lie in my bed in the wee hours of the morning with my mouth gaped wide open, praying in my heart for God to fill it, to fill me. I glimpse a note from a friend on my mirror that boldly proclaims, On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. As I head to my computer where I am fed, Peter Pan and saltines with a heavy dose of Psalms, Proverbs, and Romans, it is an appetizing breakfast to be sure. I pray my morning prayer to the Lord, which is also going on my Facebook page where I pray Others will prayerfully meditate on who God is, what he has done, and what he is doing. Dogwood and wild azalea blossoms are beautiful in the early morning light as I walk the trail alongside Black Creek. It's March 21, 2017, the second day of spring, and the views of the river and its banks and the sandbars and the reflection of the trees in the water all declare their maker's praise. By God's grace, I have made it safely across the river. Yet I know now that God was always on both banks of the river. It was never God who moved, but me. He was always on both banks, but there is a key to seeing him and experiencing his presence and provision. I am, by his sovereign grace, neither preaching nor drinking, but submitted to God. God has always been and shall ever be God, but he is not God in my life until I submit to him. 
I can be born again, but not walking in full faith and submitting to God. That rebellion has to be broken. I have to listen to God and submit myself unto him, to cry out to him, to turn away from anything in my life that is between me and God, and fully rest in him. Because I have been living with myself for 63 years, and because I have, by God's grace, forced myself to take a fearless and thorough look deep within and have seen what is there, I know that I am capable of losing my focus. I am often reminded of this wonderful old hymn. Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet, sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mount I'm fixed upon it, mount of thy redeeming love. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God. He to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood. Oh, to grace how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, O oh, take and seal it, seal it for thy courts above. I don't know the why of my reluctance to submit, but I can see clearly that this has been a major issue all of my life. I was fine with authority until either I didn't fit in or I felt like it was devised to keep me from doing what I wanted to do, and then I kicked against the goads. A goad is a sharp pointed stick the owner of an ox might use to touch an ox on the back of his legs and goad him on. When the goads came out, so did my resistance. The long road to the lesson of learning the goads are there not to deny me but to protect me has been challenging. This started in the barbershop imbued with the back room I was not to go in and has continued through jeeps, guns, lake houses, and laws against driving and drinking, to name just a few. The big submission issue was serving God in the places and ways he put me here to occupy, serving him, not me. God is working all of the events of my life together for the good, for his ultimate glory. My part is to trust him and obey. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. My home is in Jesus Christ. Conclusion Understanding authority and saying yes to God. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize Him and He will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, Amplified Bible. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. The greatest blessing in my life has been coming to know, understand, and submit myself fully to the Lordship of Jesus Christ as Lord, Savior, and my absolute Master. My greatest desire today is to have no will apart from the will of God, to be so identified with Jesus that without hesitation I follow his lead in thought, word, and deed. Down at the feet of Jesus is truly the most high place. There have been many days in my life that I did not honor God, but even those days are being used by God to accomplish his overall greater purpose. In some ways this may not make sense, but the things of God are always different from the things and ways of this world, but always true and infinitely better. I, we, can, and must trust God. He has perfect and true vision, and he always, always, always leads us in the very best direction to himself. Today I experience some of my greatest challenges. I find myself confronted by some of the same issues I created when I failed to understand and recognize authority. I have to live with all of the wrong seeds I have sown but I also have the great joy of sowing right seeds in the midst of those challenges. I know assuredly that God is with me and he is working all things out for my good and his glory. I pray that this writing has and will continue to help you in your life and especially in your relationship to God. Where we are in Christ Jesus is not an important part of life. It is our life. First, that we are born again as laid out in waypoint number one. And second, that we then live the rest of our lives fully committed to Jesus. Anything less than full commitment and obedience is rejection, and that is not where you want to be, and it is not where God wants us to be. Jesus said it so well and so straightforwardly in these two simple but very pointed passages. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Matthew twenty-two thirty-six through 40. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. All that we need in life is found in the person of Jesus Christ. All the answers to all of life's questions, as well as the joy and peace our hearts so desperately seek after, is found in the person of Jesus Christ. That is why Paul, the writer of the majority of the New Testament, said, Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write these same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. 
Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also, if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law a Pharisee, as to zeal a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Philippians chapter 3 verses 1 through 16. This is a picture of how we should spend the rest of our lives, following hard after the things of God. When I first got sober and started attending AA meetings in the fall of 2008, I realized that the difference between the ones who stayed sober and the ones who went back out was one simple thing. The ones who stayed sober were all in. A few months back, while walking along the path on the Biloxi Ocean Springs Bridge, I saw a young man riding a motorcycle at an extreme rate of speed with his front wheel in the air. My thought was not about the motorcycle, but about the way this young man, for whatever foolish reason, was fully committed to that course at that moment. I thought then, and I still think now, that is the way I want to live the rest of my days for Christ Jesus, all in. God bless you as you live all in for Jesus. Amen. Addendum. One of the reasons God left me here in spite of my lifelong efforts at an early exit is to be a witness and help to others. If I can help you or someone you love or someone you know, then please let me know and I will do my best to help in any way God enables me to be of help. My email is hollis at hollismcgehe.com.